Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas, absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello everyone, Poker and Politics here with another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. I am joined as always by Sarge. Hello. And the mysterious L. That's me, baby. Also, just absolutely shocked by Sarge's level of energy right now. He's he's really bringing the heat. <laughs> so, good old Sarge, as we like to call him, our quiet boy. Yeah, the quiet boy, quiet Sarge. Boy. <laughs> With a Z, three Zs. Quiet. <laughs> Sarge. Yeah. I mean, that's that, how else are you going to let people know that you want to have a lot of sex in your internet simulation? Yeah, you got to have lots of X's or Z's or X, lowercase X's and uppercase X's. You got to be extreme. We're like five podcasts in or whatever, we're already just riffing on our own in joke bullshit from previous podcasts. <laughs> hey, I'm a, I'm the, a '90s cartoon about robots. I replace all S's with Z's. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Yes, uh, we're, we want to make the podcast as obtuse and ununderstandable <laughs> to new viewers as possible. So we've they learned, leave we've learned too much about. From Q, we've yeah, just the most the invest too long. It's just make it obtuse, and they'll come to you. Right, exactly. The most insular podcast ever. <laughs> just like this. Well, 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 welcome to the If You Know You Know podcast. <laughs> it's all inside jokes. The, the, the first ten podcasts are a primer to get you to the next fifty, and so on. Uh, anyhow, if you enjoy our inane babble, as it were, you can help support us on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/PokerPolitics. If me and these two schmoes aren't worthy of your cold, hard cash, please uh, donate to uh, love146.org. I actually got a letter in the mail from them for giving them a donation, which I'm holding in my hot little hand right now. Oh, and, uh, delightful. Yes, and I will uh, actually crack that letter open and read it sometime later today. But uh, I thank It's going to be full that. of bees. Oh, yes. <laughs> Not the bees. Not the bees. But... Um, so, yes, and beyond that, uh, donate to any Democrat you can, uh, text or phone bank for them. Uh, Republicans are bad. They tacitly or overtly support QAnon, which is the worst thing on God's green earth, and we must defeat them. And we are now, like, two week, two or three weeks away from that happening. If you can early vote, do so. All that good stuff. So, yes, activism of some kind. Engage in it. Yeah, Typhar L's patented trademark catchphrase of the podcast. Vote blue, you cowards. Absolutely. <clears throat> so, uh, having gotten out of the way of the shameless plugging that a capitalist society forces us into, it's time to enjoy cues in the news. 
What's everyone's favorite death cult been up to this past week? It's time for Cues in the News. I, lo- I love how every time we play that, like, we- we've only done it twice, but now we're, we're batting 100% on that bumper starting to play, and then Sarge snickering over it. <laughs> I'm just cracking up. <laughs> I'm, 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 the delivery. I'm the delivery gets me every time. I'm glad it kills you. Uh, speaking of killing, our uh, esteemed president... <laughs> the- Seamless! I am so good at segues. Our esteemed president, the fucking president of the United States mm. of America, uh, at his rally recently in Florida where he's trying to give people the COVID he's totally cured of and is 100% not in jeopardy of having to go back to the hospital or dying from, uh, instigated that, um, you know, we've caught Obama and Hillary doing the crimes and that after Trump is reelected, they will be punished for having done the crimes, which is literally a QAnon talking point. Our president is now running on an actual Q platform of, if you vote for me, my enemies will go to jail for the crimes that you think they have done in your diseased brains. I feel like, uh, like conservatives and, 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 and especially QAnon people... That their whole life is just like a Scooby Doo episode where they where they spend you know twenty like around twenty minutes of the twenty two chasing around some sort of ghost and then at the end when they go to unmask it it's just always Hillary or Obama they're just like oh it wasn't a werewolf terrorizing this farmstead it was pulls mask off Barack Obama and they all say it in unison and then Barack Obama's just like yeah and I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you savvy conservatives yeah. if it wasn't for you incredible channers of your deductive reasoning powers. Hasn't he still not hung? Hasn't Trump still not hung up Obama's official portrait in just like god tier level pettiness? Absolutely, he is. He, uh, he will not uh, be a part of that. He will not be a party to Obama's official portrait, at which every like previous president did for their predecessor because that was just what you did as a bro. And- Civility. Yes, he's just a petulant little child, and he's just like, no, Obama doesn't get to put up his painting until I say so. So, I mean... I, I, I hope that if Joe Biden gets elected to the office, he puts up two Obama paintings side by side. <laughs> like, what, one for Obama for all the good he did for the two terms he had, and then, you know, more Obama for the Trump presidency, because fuck that guy. Yes, he's just like, the four years that got thrown out of memory hole, we've completely forgotten about them. Ugh, it's, But it's it just really blows my mind how... We now uh, are stuck in a world where arresting my political enemies at some ill-defined point in the future is a uh, campaign promise the president can make. And people are like, yeah, arrest the other side. We're so happy about that possibly happening. I mean, what the fuck else is he going to run on? He, he like... The- like, granted, COVID fucked Trump's presidency in a lot of ways. That's like silver lining for that horrible virus. But in addition, it also set like a nice little ball on a tee for him to just swing away at trying to get reelected. Like, hey, don't worry. Your boy Trump is going to give all Americans some more free money. And if there's anything yeah. Americans love more than anything, it's money. So he had the opportunity to just be like, I'm going to work with these Democrats. I'm not going to like it. But I'm going to swallow the pill. We're going to come to an agreement. And we're going to fucking just give everybody some free money. Uh, but instead, he, in traditional Trump fashion, just decided to go it his own way, the opposite way. Not only are you not getting your free money, I am the one publicly stating that I am the one who killed the free money. You will get no free money from me until after I am reelected. Trying to, like, hold the fucking country hostage. 
See, could you imagine his poll numbers if in September and October everyone in America got free money with his name on it? I don't have to imagine this poll. Stormy Daniels described it for us. It looks like Toad from Mario Kart. (laughs) Penis joke. Uh, But, I mean, it's just, yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that, like, COVID gave him such a free ticket to re-election that he didn't deserve. What's really funny and, like, incredibly, like, in a way, horrifying, is that uh, Trump got impeached because he literally saw a Fox News poll that showed him losing by 10 points to Biden, and then he called up the Ukraine and said, hey, Ukraine, knock Biden down a peg or two. And then one thing led to another, and he got impeached over that bullshit. And here we are now, all of this disaster later, and, like, Joe Biden's basically up, like, 12 or 14 points over him. So, like, COVID, mass murder, annihilation of America was worth, like, a three-point bump in Biden's favor. Because the the cake had been so baked in ahead of time. But now, in Earth 2, as it were, COVID hits... Trump showers us with money, locks the country down, actually fucking does his fucking job, and now we're looking at fucking President Trump, like, campaigning through the fall, where America is back to normal, life is good again, and he's the guy that kicked COVID's ass, and the media is just like, Joe Biden made a gaffe today! Whoa, whoa, what a dumb old man he is! (laughs) A fly landed on him, could you imagine? Yeah, exactly. Did you see... So the, whatever those crazy super drugs they have him on have him so delusional that one of his rallies, he said, I've won like three or four Nobel Peace Prizes. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that in his mind he has. But granted, his mind is the mind of a 74-year-old like dude who, you know, it sort of seems like we've been watching get worse in his mental faculties over time. So in the reality that Trump lives in, he probably has won, he just won an, an unlimited amount of Nobel Peace Prizes. In fact... The, the Nobel Peace Prize was named after him because he's so yeah. Nobel. Yes. The Trump Nobel Peace Prize for Donald Trump, the noblest man. Uh, that makes me sick to my stomach. Could you imagine uh, Could you imagine a world in which Donald Trump was just like, Americans, COVID is a serious thing. We misevaluated it early. As a mea culpa, here's your free money. And then Trump gets COVID. And then he manages to success- successfully beat it. And he just gets to be like, I gave you that free money because I knew how, how bad the risk was. And then the risk hit me. And I have survived it. Like, oh my god. Like, Speaking of, ways, of that, that's the perfect segue. <laughs> uh, as of last week, Q had said nothing about why Trump got COVID. And then, of course, in the, the interim, he's a real jerk, Q, in his timing. He actually put forward a theory as to why Trump got COVID in a Q drop. He, yeah, he. Well, first of all, he was. We were told that the Democrats gave him COVID in an effort to Twenty Fifth Amendment him. It was me. I did it with a blowgun. But <laughs> the problem for the Democrats was they didn't figure out that Trump and the Patriots were ready for that, and they counteracted it with miracle drugs that were. For some reason, not the hydroxychloroquine that Trump and Q had been promoting so aggressively for months at a time. And instead, it was this Regeneratron or whatever the hell it is shit that they pumped Trump full of. It's just they pull like adrenochrome labels off of syringes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, they lit- they're, they're literally like showing movies to scare babies and just like draining them of blood and then giving it to the president. And QAnon's like, do it! Screw those babies! Keep the gun emperor alive! Just we only hate it when it's them like, like, uh, <laughs> like lemons, just pouring the baby <laughs> yes. blood right into his mouth. Yes! <laughs> 
If you know how Adrenochrome is processed, because our, our sponsors, Adrenochrome, won't tell us, please write in and let us know. Yeah, right. it's like saying that because you're sponsored by KFC, they're supposed to tell you the herbs and spices. That's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here it is. Uh, it's it's Q-Drop 4,824, God help us all. Yes. And he says, he, he uh, quote tweets Trump, and then he says, combat tactics, Mr. Ryan, Q. And he's quoting Hunt for Red October, wherein the, the Russian sub-captain steers into a torpedo so it'll hit the sub before it's armed and not explode. Because then Hunt for Red October is a big part of the Q mythos because... Is it? Because for like three years now, well, uh, well yeah, 2018, 19, now 20, Q has literally just said Red October for no reason... And just gets people excited over the month of October and, like, some nebulous big payoff that is going to happen this month. And then when it doesn't happen, Q just ignores it. And then the next year rolls around and he's just like, hey, everybody, it's Red October time. And Q just being a bunch of, QAnon being a bunch of morons, just run like lemmings and get all excited over Red October, Red October. Uh, so, the, the, so the people that make up Q just really want you to know that, like, anyone who is a Tom Clancy fan, they're in their 50s. Yes. They're, they're just like, peel back, the, peel back the curtain a little bit. I love Tom Clancy because I am, like, 50. Because <laughs> I've never met any, like, young, like, you know, like, somebody in their, like, late 20s, early 30s. It's just like, you know what I really fuck with is Tom Clancy books. <laughs> yeah. I've read several of his books, but it, I'm, I wouldn't call myself, like, a Tom Clancy fan. I've read Hunt for Red October. Did you recognize the quote when you read the drop, or did somebody point it out to you? Someone had to point it out. Oh, I was about to say, because if it was the first one, that'd be Sarge confirmed 50. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I read a bunch of Tom Clancy books when I was in Iraq, because I had a lot of free time. If you were actually ever in Iraq. Yeah, stolen mm. Valor Sarge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just... <laughs> We're gonna get like all. We're gonna have all these like photos of you in Iraq with your head like photoshopped out, and people and QAnon's just gonna look at them and like figure out ways that all of it was photoshopped. It's like not a. No, real... I'm just gonna MS Paint my rank a different rank every yeah. week. Oh god, that child, that fucking child. I've actually uh, put Major Dad in timeout for the past three days. I'm not like uh, quote tweeting him or, or screen grabbing him because I want him to pout like a bitch that I won't give him attention. And since I doubt he listens to the podcast, he'll like get start fiending for it and start calling I, me out. I mean, well, definitely. Well, he seemed pretty pumped about the like he he called us useful idiots for promoting for quote unquote promoting him on the last podcast. So maybe he does. Oh. Or at the very least, his followers do. Oh God, I hope. So if, if if you're one of Major Dad's boys and you're listening to this podcast, uh, thanks for your support. Yes, contribute to the Patreon. You'll yeah. get even more. Yes, kick us kick us some shekels, and we will be more than happy to shill for Major Dad. Yeah, I, th- I think Mike's still got on the on the highest tier. Mike will play board games with you, so you can like play Secret Hitler, and then when one of you guys becomes Hitler, you can be very excited because it's everything you ever hoped it would be. Yes, and then I will, <laughs> and then I will figure out your Hitler, and I will shoot you, and we I will win the game for the liberals. The worst of all outcomes for you. Now, Mike, did you tell L about uh, you and me's adventures with uh, Major Dad and how he was MS painting a different rank on himself every day there? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, like, literally, he had a fake, terrible uh, Major Leaf on his hat, and then he photoshopped literally three gold stars on his hat and the worst MS paint job you've ever saw in your entire life. It's and, something different now, and it's been two other things. Oh, yeah, he's he's lost his mind. He's just... Uh, I, love, I, love, I love the idea that he's just, like, he, he feels the need to antagonize us. 
like as much as I hate to say it, his platform is slightly larger than ours. Uh, so the fact that he's coming after <laughs> us means that we're we're obviously doing something right. So keep on trucking there, uh, Max Headroom. I think your I think your profile picture looks stupid for a number of reasons. Yes, keep punching down, buddy. It's really it's, you're doing a real good job uh, helping me look like a big fish. When I don't even have 10,000 followers on Twitter and probably 20% of my followers are dumb QAnon bots that you actually flooded into me by retweeting my name so that like MAGA eight numbers here like follows me. Like every time he does that, I get like fucking 50 followers that are just obviously bots or like people that want to like find a tweet where I swore or threatened somebody so they can report me and try to get me banned from Twitter, which is why I am the nicest person on Twitter. Whatever. Sick. You gotta juice those metrics, man. Invite the bots. Yes, I agree. Unless, I'm unless somebody like from Twitter is listening, in which case the bots are not our fault. But yes. I, 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 it's, I, it's your job to fucking police that Twitter, so get off our backs. Yeah, leave me alone, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Psychosis and paranoia on the Hell World podcast. The Hell World po- uh, Adventures in Hell World. Punching at everybody. Yes. Just swinging. <laughs> Just close Punch, your eyes punching. and flail. Just yeah. hope you strike something. And you know who the fuck else I hate? iTunes. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> Every, every every platform RSS feeds are bullshit. Yeah. So, so just deplatformed de- across the board. Yeah. I've always hated Stitcher. They're the worst. Yeah. Just, just, just Spotify. Yeah. Spotify really grinds my gears. Yeah, exactly. We're just gonna tear ourselves down and fucking <laughs> SoundCloud spits on SoundCloud. <laughs> the, the getting aggressively deplatformed by no, I hate MySpace. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's money in general. I fucking hate donations. They make me puke. Bandcamp. Fuck them. I don't know. Oh, man. Anyways, <laughs> now that I'm trying to uh, get my head clear from that last. Hey, fuck scene. you, Napster. You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I've been trying to think of LimeWire and Kazaa this whole bit, and it just came to me. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, then, uh, because Trump couldn't be a big enough piece of shit, he retweeted a QAnon promoter uh, talking about how Obama and Biden had SEAL Team 6 killed... Uh, to cover up Benghazi or something. Like, exactly why Obama and Biden killed uh, SEAL Team 6 is nebulous, but they fucking killed him. That much is absolutely 100% confirmed. And my favorite part of this was uh, one QAnon promoter who goes by the handle Beer at the Parade uh, freaking (laughs) out and being like, oh my God, guys, this is so enormous. Like the president calling out a previous president for killing our troops. And it's like, yeah, that is enormous, but not for the fucking reasons you think it is. It's enormous that our that. current president Has is... any sitting president hated his predecessor more? No, absolutely I, not. I know Johnson hated Kennedy, but... Uh, he Well, he, it, him and Robert Kennedy had a lot of fucking problems. He wasn't that bad with Jack, which is why he took the vice presidential gig. Uh, but, yeah, like... If it, oh boy, if you ever wanted to get into a wormhole that no one will care about, the LBJ RFK Personal Dynamics Podcast, I'll give you three hours of content on that shit. But yeah, I mean, Trump's burning hatred of Obama, it's like obviously personal. It's obviously because Trump has a squirrel for a brain and doesn't know any better. I mean, like... Oh, it's the most petty bullshit oh, I've it is. ever seen. And- it's high school level, like, mean girls... I keep a secret diary dissing him every night, petty. Right, and, and, and the thing is, that it's not, like, actual, like, political acumen, because, like, 
Ronald Reagan would wake up every day and whine about the giant hole Jimmy Carter put him in, the same way Bill Clinton would complain about Pappy Bush, the way Obama would complain about W. Bush. But that was just saying, my predecessor put me in a hole, I'm digging America out of that hole, so if shit goes wrong, remember, spread the blame pie out a little bit between me and my predecessor. Trump just hates Obama because he fucking hates him and he's a moron. He, like... Uh, he'll, he'll, he even tries to play the game where he's like, when I got into office, our military was eating dirt and they were using sticks as weapons because they didn't have guns and I had to fix all that. He like tries to play the game, but he's like so hyperbolic and stupid with it that everyone's just like, what are you talking about? Our military is fucking incredibly crazy and full of guns and arms to the teeth at all times. And no, they weren't eating dirt. What the fuck is wrong now, with you? When, when I deployed when Bush the second was in charge i had to literally tie metal to my canvas door driving across iraq and then some brave soul a troop called out uh the then vice president on a live newscast and all of a sudden we started getting up armored vehicles well remember donald trump loves and cares for the troops except for all the times where he's actively condemning the troops and saying that any fallen soldier is a loser and saying or that he that prefer, he gold star his families got him sick. Yeah, he, he prefers his uh, he prefers his soldiers uncaptured, which is great because that was that, that was him swinging at John McCain, who was Republican, as far as I remember. Yes, that that was incredible. Yeah, Donald Trump, he really cares about the troops, except for all the times when he doesn't, which is most of them. Oh yeah, and, he, and, and as you just said, like he literally blamed the troops for getting Hope Hicks sick because all the troops wanted to hug and kiss her, and she couldn't resist them because they're the military. And why would you not kiss soldiers? I mean, I hear the COVID? women love a man in uniform. Yes, that is the allegation True. that has been made. True. And Hope Hicks had no choice but to contract COVID from our troops and give it to Donald Trump, even though that timeline is wrong, and Trump was probably patient zero in that whole thing, anyways. Oh man! And before we before we move on from the news segment, we should probably talk about that that alleged stunt that Trump wanted that Trump wanted to pull, the the Superman oh. stunt. Did you not hear about this? Oh man! Uh, yeah. So uh, allegedly, Trump had some sort of plans to emerge from what is it, Walter Reed? Yes. The, the medical center with a Superman shirt under his uniform. <laughs> And to prove how badly he defeated COVID was going to reveal the Superman shield. Now, granted, <laughs> I have not I have not looked this up, so th- this might just be some sort of hogwash. But if it's true, it does sound perfectly in Donald Trump's pocket uh, in terms of behavior, and it would have been the most incredible thing in history. Whatever member of his team or medical staff or whoever it was that said, you may not do this, <laughs> we do not care how Donald Trump you are, this is a bad idea. Imagine how incredible it would be for Donald Trump to be getting sued by Warner Brothers or whatever. DC Comics, <laughs> yeah, well, etc. I believe they're owned by Warner Brothers. Oh, yeah, that's Because three companies own everything. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, that would just be incredible. It's just like, boom, reveals the shield. Conservatives just fully erect over it. But then all of a sudden, like, Warner Brothers just like, hey, man, that is not legal. You may not do that. <laughs> that is copyrighted oh my god that would have been the great i mean that would have been such an unbelievably childish stunt and it would have been so great because all the dickheads who have ever complained about like obama being a cult of personality or this that the other thing would have had to all just shut the fuck up because worshiping that nonsense would have been so appalling that like it would it would have just been it would have been so awesome watching them debase themselves Again, QAnon is a cult that literally photoshops Trump's pasty orange head onto the bodies of literal Adonises, like Rocky Balboa, like 
uh, Mike Trout, the baseball player. Like, oh, I've seen Jesus. so many Trump as Rambo flags that oh, make yeah. me want to vomit. Oh my! Oh, this is a, this was hilarious. I was on the highway last night, and it was dark, and I saw this uh, truck drive by me. And even though it was dark, I could tell that they had a thin blue line flag on one side of the bed of their truck, and they had a Trump twenty twenty flag on the other side of the bed of their trunk. And I was behind them for a while, and then a steady came in on the right hand lane. And I was just sitting there, and then I started slowing down because it's a stadium. I don't get don't want to get pulled over. And then thirty seconds passed, and the stadium pulled over the truck. <laughs> and nice. I was just like, I wonder if those flags were like blocking his line of sight. And the guy was just like, Yo, dude, those flags—they're a vision hazard. You can't be doing that shit or whatever it was. But it was just so awesome watching this like just dirtbag idiot get pinched by a cop. Oh, I can't. I, I, I love thinking about the. Like him getting home that night to his wife and just be like, fucking cop pulled me over, fucking pig. Can you believe that shit? And it's just like, yeah, just like two Blue blue Lives Matter flags blowing in the breeze behind him. Just com- completely blind and oblivious to the hypocrisy because, you know, he's got like rocks in his head or whatever. Yes, it was just so, it was just so out of control. Uh, oh, man. That- See, I, I hope to God that that Superman story was, was not made up. I heard about it like before my week of nonsense that I've been dealing with. So uh, I haven't exactly been, been in tune with the news, but I did hear that little bit like fluttered by. So hopefully it's true. And I mean, you know, God bless Donald Trump for thinking that he's Superman. Oh, he's, he's he's certainly, he certainly never read any of those comics. No, uh, Superman, literally an alien who assimilates into America and then wants to reflect the best of society through that. And is strong and powerful. He could probably Jewish. walk down a ramp unassisted. <laughs> probably that ramp was incredibly dangerous. You have no idea. Also, I no. mean, back back to Republican hypocrisy, real quick. Just fucking the idea that where they're just like like the QAnon people are just like, oh, sleepy Joe Biden. He's like comat- he's comatose on his feet. He could barely operate. Logan, he's so sleepy. What a what a weak cuck. And then cut to. Oh my God! Obama and Joe Biden when when they were in the in the seat of their power, <laughs> killing the troops, just like wielding their unmitigated power to destroy American lives, and it's just like, what is it? Is the guy completely ineffectual and barely alive on his feet, or is he this just like troop murdering machine? Like I imagine that in their head, like Sleepy Joe is pointing an RPG at that stealth <laughs> helicopter, like SEAL Team Six is about to successfully like extract it. He's like, no. It must be done, and like Obama like picks up the horn, and he's just like, "Joe, do it," and he just fires the fucking rocket at it. But then he got back to America, and he got plum tuckered. Yes, then he had to take a nap for a couple weeks because that really tired him out after he killed our troops. Meanwhile, I mean, of of all the of all the political candidates across all the races right now, I feel like Joe Biden is probably in the running for one who is most likely to realize he has a fly on him for several minutes because the Republicans oh, have been having shit. trouble with that. Yes, <laughs> like I. I, I mean, I've already listened to other podcasts where they just talk about this fly for forever, and I literally cannot picture a reality where I thought a fly landing on the vice president would be fucking national news. It's just unreal. This whole it's hell world. I mean, I've been saying that man is a cyborg or an android for a long time, and that only strengthens my hypothesis. Although that being said, the fly could be a, a deep state sleeper agent that is spreading COVID to these Republican uh, presidential candidates or vice presidential, like you know, 
debaters. Oh yeah. no! Did the did the Q Q idiots? I can't say Q idiots in one word. Uh, did they jump on like Beelzebub, the Lord of Flies? Uh, they sure. did. They did jump on that when Obama and Hillary were getting hit with flies. When Pence got hit with a fly, uh, the fly was a deep fake. It was CGI mm. made to mock and ridicule <laughs> him. Uh, like there, there, there were there were literal conspiracy theories. Um, the CG. Fly. Don't know if you're making that up or not. No, it's like, true. Uh, on top of that. Uh, Biden's social media team, which just did an incredible bang-up job during that vice presidential debate. Yeah, those people are hot on the trigger. Yeah. They, uh, QAnon had this conspiracy theory out that Fly will vote, that, that uh, Biden's team uh, bought the uh, that domain site 20 minutes before the Fly landed on Pence, proving they had <laughs> foreknowledge of the Fly landing on him. My God, the Fly really was a deep state agent. <laughs> if they did... What would that even mean? What is it? <laughs> so some Joe Biden intern behind, but like behind the curtain with a remote, with like an RC fly contraption, just like just like fucking hemming that shit around like the cockroach with a camera on it from uh fuck I kid. I started that reference without knowing what it was. Hey, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you guys are all savvy nerds. <laughs> the, the amazing Jeff Goldblum movie, The Fly. <laughs> no, that is a different fly-related pop culture reference that I would never get anything wrong about because Jeff Goldblum is a national treasure. <laughs> oh, that's a, speaking of ripped hard, hard bodies, I've seen Donald Trump's head on Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, of course. Really? Yeah. Disgusting. Oh, Absolutely. No. Someone needs to be prosecuted for that. Oh, that... God. The, well, uh, but the thing is, is that like that uh, during the first presidential debate, or like right before it, like because. It was so great because, like, for three months we were told that Trump was going to mop the floor with Biden, that Biden was going to pee himself on the stage, that this was going to be the easiest win in debate history. And then, like, the, the two days before the debate, QAnon realized, oh, my God, our dundering moron of a president is about to get dunked on aggressively. They started coming up with all these conspiracy theories, and the Biden earpiece came up. There was just one thread. Literally, all the replies were, jam the signal of Biden's earpiece. We need to bring in enough technology to counteract the Illuminati's technology to crush them and bring Biden to his knees. Like, that was the fever dream they were living in, where they needed counter-technology to the fantasy technology of Biden. More fantasies, bigger fantasies, dumber <laughs> realities. And then in, in response to this unprecedented technological arms race between the Democrats and the liberals, after getting counter-dunked on by the Trump team, they went, activate the flies! <laughs> yes, exactly. No, oh, they did it in a chanting blood ritual, summoning oh. Beelzebub. yes. Uh, the two greatest things I saw on Twitter from that were uh, one uh, guy saying that that fly was Pence's only black friend, and uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and two was someone saying if someone oh, wants Pence to notice the fly, they have to say to him these violent these violent delights have violent ends. <laughs> so uh, see, I'm not wow. the only person who thinks that man is an android. Yes, P- Pencebot was not programmed to react to that fly. He was just up there to stick to his talking points. And and the thing people like, I people I think are androids. Pence, Goodell. Uh, there's one other. Oh god damn it! You, 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 you just you just Rick Perryed it and forgot the third one. World class, yeah. sir. But uh, yeah, wow. How are those improv classes you're taking treating you? <laughs> Colors of rule good. threes, man. Oh man. Yes, but, and 
<laughs> Although, for what it's worth, I did forget that reference that I tried to make earlier. It was the Venture Brothers, by the way. I remembered it just late, so. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, points now. It was a butterfly, not a cockroach. I think the cockroach thing may have been from the fifth element, but none of this has anything to do with Q. No. Nope. <laughs> the, the one thing I will say, like, including on the vice presidential debate in the fly, was just like. When you're the Biden camp, like, all the polls say you're crushing it. Like, our world only, the only doubt in this world is, like, Democrat PTSD from 2016 and sociopath QAnon supporters who believe they're going to win all 50 states. You look at the vice presidential debate and you know, like, all you really need is a wash or a mulligan or just nothing to really come of it. So when the fly happens, you're like, this is the dumb viral talking point that will just blot out all the noise from that actual debate. No one will remember a fucking thing about it except the fly. And that's a huge win for us. And that's why they just pushed that on social media and crushed it. Because now that's just the fly debate. And that means another day passed without Trump and Pence gaining ground on Biden-Harris. So they're just like high-fiving and celebrating a W. Thanks, Fly. Yes, that, that Fly <laughs> ba- bailing us out from having to deal with real news and coping with our society. I mean, speaking to be, of, to be speaking fair, of real I, news, I prefer, do we want to talk about stuff Q said three years ago? I'll let, I'll, I'll let L finish what he was going to say there, and then we'll slide into the next segment. Uh, no, Sarge, Sarge came in like a wrecking ball and successfully trampled my thought. I don't remember what I was saying. Excellent, excellent, good. Okay, yes. so now that uh, we have been hit by the avalanche that is Sarge. Uh, we're going to move now to the Just ancient... Just call me Miley Cyrus. Yes. We are now going to move to the ancient Q-drops from Days of Yore. Uh, we're going to begin now from where we left off, which is Q-drop 19, which is a return of Riddler uh, Q, as it were. And also, uh, Riddler Q, unlike Penguin Q, has aggressively run out of material now and is already like a week in playing the greatest hits. Why do D's want to control the black pop? Why do they intentionally keep poor and in need? Why do D's protect racism on daily basis against ours? Why do black elected officials do the crazy talk on behalf of D's? How do D's cover the historical facts of forming the Confederacy, KKK, and oppose all things pro-black re-legislation? What happens if D's lose the slave grip on the black pop? Why do D's, through the funding of the CIA, prop up and install Hollywood media assets? Does this fall within Operation Mockingbird? What were the historical advantages D's gained by having MSM and famous people peddling narrative? Who exposed the pedo network within H-Wood? You can't answer the above, but will laugh once disclosed details. The network which controls the false narrative, which in turns keeps the black pop under control, is being dismantled. False local and national black leaders will be exposed next as shills for the D party. Follow the money. Maxine W. has a $4 million home and cash assets in excess of $6 million. How is that possible? One example. All of these questions help to paint the full picture. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I love the term slave grip on the black population. Yeah. That is not said by someone who doesn't under who isn't racist. You don't say that without being completely blind to what a monstrous piece of shit you are when you say that. I'm not gonna lie, I'm, I'm a child. Lord Archer so phrasing. Through, throughout, throughout that whole uh, dramatic reading, I couldn't help but think of why do these nuts? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why do these nuts? That that would be a more salient question than the rest of these. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean the. I think the most, ugh, the most important part of this is who exposed the pedo network within Hwood. You can't answer the above. Will laugh, but will laugh once disclosed details. See, I, I think the most important part is <laughs> why do black elected officials do the crazy talk? <laughs> Again, what does that even fucking mean? Yeah, and it's like yeah. the the, the I, I think it's like just saying that the black leaders are basically being forced to perform a racist minstrel show on behalf of the Democratic Party because the Democratic Party is the real racists, and it's just like, but who thinks they're doing crazy talk? You, why do you think what they're saying sounds crazy? What's your problem with what they're saying? And the answer and then, to that is, then on my part, he, he obviously knows who controls the pedo network, and he thinks it's funny. Yeah, he, he thinks it's hilarious. He thinks it's hilarious. It's a, <laughs> the pedo network. Who exposed the pedo network? Oh, you're never going to believe it. Oh, it's it's a real rip tickler. Oh, man. It's like, why don't, you, why don't you expose the fucking pedo network, man? Yeah. Use your power to actually enact some change. Finally, finally knock Patton Oswalt down a peg. Yes. Oh man! Come at him, bro. I'm, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to like think like who would be hilarious as the guy who finally like screamed enough at Hollywood for the pedo networks, like Ray Rosie Romano. O'Donnell. I mean, like what? Like nobody actor or comedian could like be the person that just brought the whole network. Weinstein. From... Yeah, it was Weinstein himself. <laughs> he was playing like a triple agent. Yeah, he was working all the different angles, and then he gets to come back and make a ton of movies. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, Weinstein's the ultimate uh, insider operative of the whole thing. So, Mike, why do black elected officials do the crazy talk? Uh, Because, again, QAnon is a bunch of racist shitbags who project their racism onto Democrats. And, again, I love the fact that they, like, keep bringing up, Hey, did you know that the Democrats were the party of the Confederacy and the Ku Klux Klan? And it's like, yeah, I had history in high school and read those books. I know that stuff what what's your point what's the payoff here and then he has to then like top himself being like seeing democrats blocked all the legislation to help black people uh so the democrats didn't pass the civil rights act of 1964 and the voting rights act of 65 that those things didn't happen or the civil rights act of 68 no none of those things happened those just sweep them under the rug because 
this is all the Dinesh D'Souza, Candace Owens, the Southern strategy is a fucking lie kind of bullshit where they just have to pretend that when the Democrats uh, did this and LBJ did this, if you look at the Electoral College that year, it was just like literally the solid South and Arizona voted for Goldwater and the rest of America voted for Johnson. And it was just like, hmm, that map isn't foreboding and an ominous sign for America's future or anything. That's not the way the two parties are going to realign and consolidate over the next 20 years or anything. And then the next thing you know, oh, look, wow, now the South's 100% Republican. Ain't that weird. That's so strange. Yeah, I, I, uh, I love it when I love it when, when Q tries to convince the followers that uh, it's just like, no, no, no. Democrats are the ones who are racist. You, conservative Q follower, are not the racist. It's like more envelope opens up. You are not the racist. <laughs> but, you know, if only there were some sort of reality that we lived in that we could observe to see that that was simply not true. Because, uh, you know, I'm sure, that, I'm sure that if you go to, like, let's just pick, let's pick Sturgis. That's not even in the South. It's heavily conservative, and it spread a bunch of COVID around. Now, exactly how many political conversations at Sturgis do you think revolved around really lifting up the black man? Or, you know, maybe maybe trying to court the Latinos and get some money into the indigenous communities and fixing all these problems. I'm going to go ahead and say zero. Maybe the number is closer to one of those conversations over the course. Like, one liberal group of motorcyclists, like, safely socially distancing away from the rest of them with their masks on, talking about how, like, you know, indigenous people really need extra help during the COVID crisis. Uh, but if that didn't happen, then the answer is zero. None of those white bearded fucks care about anyone who's not a white bearded fuck. All they want to do is slam Milwaukee's beast and drive around drunk on their motorcycles and spread COVID to one another. And that one lady got mauled by a buffalo. It was incredible. Yeah, and, and this is what they. This is like the whole the thing. The buffalo was news to me. <laughs> Yeah, oh, the, the hey, these things happen. So every like the thirty to fifty wild boars, the buffalo, nature is trying to reclaim America one attack at a time. But um, you, you yeah, you have my, my favorite thing about the whole idea that like the, the the party switch didn't happen and the southern strategy doesn't exist is that you have this narrative that QAnon and these other right wing uh, dirtbags promote that. Um, the blacks have been tricked into voting for the Democrats, which then means on the other side of it, white racists had to have been tricked into voting for Republicans. How did that? I mean, this is the thing is that Q and all these people were like, the Southern white man is a racist piece of shit who oppressed black people all this time. And it's like, yeah, well, now the Southern white people have voted for Republicans. So what's that all about? And then they're like, oh, well, they're not racist now. And then they run out a window or something. Because the Confederacy and the KKK were Southern whites. So they were racist. And then apparently in 1964, they just stopped being racist. That just, it just ended at that exact moment. And racism in America was completely absolved and destroyed. Except for Democrats and black people who are now racist against white people. Because that makes a lot of sense. And as well they should be. White people kind of suck. Yes. Yeah, all the wars. Uh, so down here at the bottom, what? who is Maxine W? Uh, Maxine Waters, who they hate, because she's, uh, she's a black woman who's a congressperson. And uh, so she has all, she's yeah. a black congressperson uh, who hates Trump. 
So she has all the strikes against her, and they bitterly resent her, and they use her as a uh, sign and evidence of the uh, corruption of the cabal and the Illuminati, yada, 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 yada. Well, yeah, because she's black and she's got money. How could that be? You know, impo- imposterous. There's no way that anyone who's not a white man could be successful in America without George Soros' nebulous tendrils getting their hooks into you and then lifting you up out of back-breaking poverty to make you an Illuminati dupe, as it were. Uh, this Q-drop is boring and racist. Yeah, and it also just aggressively like requoted like Q-drop 10 or 11, whichever one it was, where he just did the same thing about the... Uh, Q drop nine. He did the same thing about uh, projection. D's can't lose control over the black population. Ba ba ba. At least in that one, he like uh, busted out the truth about Haiti, which was like some sort of weird, terrifying thing. When we actually find out that Haiti isn't an island, but is actually a military base run by cyborgs, when that comes out, then the black people are going to go. That's it. We're fucking done with the Democrats and their goddamn cyborg island. We're voting for straight Republican ticket from now on. Trump 2020, motherfucker. <laughs> and at least then, like, there was some, like, panache to it. This was just, like, a dry recital of a bunch of questions. One of which we can't answer. But, boy, howdy, when we find out the answer, we're going to laugh our bums off. <laughs> I know. I hear about it. So. Oh, jeez. But, uh, well... Uh, well done. Another point, Trevor. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, anyway, yeah, so... what? no, that's what that was about. The he's saying you're going to laugh when you find out about that that pedo network. <laughs> the top six people bringing down the pedo network. Number four will shock you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. One weird trick to dismantle pedo networks. M- Mock- Doctors hate him. Mockingbird came back though. So yeah, yeah. At least we got the Mockingbird. At least there's that. At least the Mockingbird media exists again. <laughs> All right, so we've got a uh, we've got uh, rolling to Q drop twenty. Time to time to start bringing the heat. Q. Who did POTUS meet with yesterday? Was A G Sessions there? How many M I generals were on the W H list to attend a separate meeting? Could those meetings have been combined? Why were certain rooms in the W H renovated? Where was the meeting on Monday? Why aren't phones allowed in this room? One of many. What firm was contracted to conduct the renovations? Now, at least here, Q's doing dumb world-building bullshit with questions you can't fucking answer. Why aren't phones allowed in this room? Uh, it's the fucking White yeah, House. Yeah, it's the White House. It, it's like, it gets talked about. What sort, of, what sort of fucking questions are these? Like, the answer to that should just be self-evident. I am surprised that people could use phones anywhere in the White House. <laughs> so, if anything, this is just surprising me that the White House isn't more locked down because cell phones are the least fucking secure thing ever. Because <laughs> yeah. so these like, meetings have been combined? Why what did they the... renovate these rooms in the White House? I don't know, because it's fucking an eternity-old building. It's like a 200-year-old building, and it's after it got rebuilt. And yeah. then it's just like, why can't you use phones in these certain rooms? Because it's the fucking, what, the President of the United States lives there. <laughs> He has access to nuclear launch codes. (laughs) I remember, like, fucking people having a stroke because um, Kanye West was hanging out with with, uh, Trump in the Oval Office. And, like, Kanye wanted a selfie or something with Trump. And he pulled out his phone, and you could see Kanye literally type in his six-digit code with zero sixes. Just six zeros. He went, 
And they were like, that phone has been jailbroken by every intelligence agency in the world now. Like, everyone has Kanye's phone, and they're using it as an open mic to try to get information on Trump and anything else they can find. Because this idiot literally unlocked his phone on live television in front of the world. In the White House. Wow. So, uh, uh, out, of a, out of a giant pile of these Q drops that we've been going through so far, this is probably the worst one. Just because, like, like unlike the other bad ones where it's just retreading a bunch of information, this is, I guess, technically new information for the Q narrative, but just, like, nonsense. That just, like, the, the questions have answers, and those answers are just pretty self-evident. Yeah. Like not not even in the in the way where it's just like oh but Republicans like are immune to re- like self evident like facts and reason but just like why why would a Republican not think that the White House should have control over what cell phones are allowed in it and shit like that just seems like a good idea yeah yeah that that's just called information control and then he just asks genuinely dumb questions like. Not even joking. Could these meetings have been combined? What? I don't know. Like, no one could know that. Q does logistics. <laughs> yeah. Could the meeting with the military... Inte- like, could military intelligence and law enforcement be meeting at the same time to begin a big plan to arrest all the bad guys? Um, pulls glasses off a face. My God. <laughs> <laughs> Which firm was contracted to conduct renovations? This is Q just trying to get his uncle's firm work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yay, Joe, Joe's Carpentry in the D.C. area. Bang up job, Mr. President. Call us up. We'll give you a great price. Even though you actually don't pay people who do work for you. But, hey, we, we, we'll just take the rub for working in the White House. That's enough. We're, we're, we're doing this for exposure. We're just good. We're good. And- and they're also dumb and vague that that last one, what firm was contracted to conduct the renovations? Is he like saying they planted listening devices or they didn't? Like, yeah, is that firm white hats or black hats? Are they good guys or bad guys? Are they wizards? I mean, it's a, choose your, it's a choose your own adventure. You, <laughs> you determine what part they play. I, I assume that they're good guys, but. Trump, I mean, Trump had been president at this point for, like, this is in October, so he's been president for, like, nine months. So, like, somehow the Patriots, the good guys knew that they need, they wanted renovations done on the White House, and they were like, we have a renovations team we can call up that will come in here, Joe's Carpentry is not cabal related at all. They we've we've tried to bribe them with Soros bucks so many times and they've refused the Soros bucks every single time. So we know they're good. We're not we know these people are good people. They can do the renovations to make one room into two, then back into one, so that the military and Jeff Sessions can all hang out at the same time and have their little bukak session about how they're gonna put everybody in jail and save the world from the bad people. Well, uh, what a what a fucking hot load of nothing. Q drop twenty. <laughs> Q drop twenty is incredibly. The one thing about Q drop twenty that's really bizarre to me is it's like it's so obviously designed to send these idiots down a massive rabbit hole because it just asks a bunch of questions that they might be able to figure out if they were uh, flailing, if they were just absolutely like crazed. They could like do research on that and try to figure out the answers. But in the end, they probably couldn't. In the end, this is probably just the biggest bunch of dead ends possible. So uh, yeah, I was I was looking at some of the actual research that was done on this and the answers, 
and they they have answers for a lot of these. Like we know who was in the meeting. Shut we up. know why we know why the meetings can't be combined. Shut it's your all answers out. Just... <laughs> no, we don't we don't care about your answers. We just want to politically <laughs> speculate and, and and be scared and freaked out and hate the world and hate Obama and Hillary. How dare you use Google to answer these questions? <laughs> Google. It is a turns tool out the there's devil. a government administration just for fixing important buildings like the White House. Who knew? Which would have to be just riddled with the cabal. They've been literally oh, cabal yeah. for like four decades. It's, it's lizard go- people and aliens and Illuminati ghosts. Have you ever noticed at the bottom. top of the Washington Monument? Little pyramid. Think about it. Boom. Nailed it. Exactly. <laughs> it's a skinny pyramid. Yes. Yeah, the whole, the, whole th- the whole thing is a skinny pyramid, but at the top, it's a small <laughs> regular style pyramid. Yes. It's, it's, it's an obelisk tra- to transmit cabal. It's like an antenna for cabal communique. <laughs> yeah. Directly into Joe Biden's ear bone through his cochlear implant. Yes. It, oh, that's the antenna. It's the Satan antenna. Yeah. So yeah. the devil can talk straight to him. A giant George Washington penis to defeat America. <laughs> Because that's what George Washington did. Hated America and yearned to see it destroyed. Q oh, yeah. loved George Washington. Yeah, he so I mean, imagine how picture. furious they are that his penis has been turned into a monument for, like, you know, oh, the, the, the distribution it's of pyramid, shadow, shadow pyramid, cabal devil. information. Because <laughs> that's what the cabal does. They destroy all our heroes. That's why they, like, that's why they, like, strung up Kennedy's corpse and paraded it around Dallas after they killed him. Can't wait till the last you got to listen to L dropping the crumbs and me putting it together. That was yeah. Like, oh, yeah. We're the greatest bakers that ever existed. We're so good at this. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're the worst bakers that ever existed because we drop a lot of crumbs. Uh, yes, that also. I mean, I feel, I feel like a good baker would sort of keep it, keep the crumbs in the bread or whatever, but yeah. maybe that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of crumbs, let's do Screwdrop 21, which is incredibly tiny and probably stupid. And crummy. Yes. Nailed it. I've dumped some crumbs like this over the weekend, which started some intense shilling. At this point, we are far enough along you can paint the picture without risk of jeopardizing the operation. So, oh, well, it, well, there we go. We're the, done. The game's over. Yeah, we've won. Q has revealed that this was all a choose-your-own-adventure narrative, and he, he has done enough of the ground-level the ground level work on it, and now you can just pick up the ball and run with it wherever the fuck you want. Now we can laugh at the pedo ring. Yep. And... I, we can openly talk about the fact that Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama are about to get cuffed and stuffed, and nothing can stop it. On October 21st, 2017, Q declared that we've already won. Yeah, Game's it's over. over. Yeah. Shilling is this, is this the Red October? Uh, no, it... Oh, if, if only it was. I, I, I think this is the only October where Q didn't do Red October. I mean, it was literally 11 minutes, and this post was literally 11 minutes and 40 seconds before it could no longer be Red October. Oh, uh, yeah. But Q crammed all that gram into the last. Uh, oh, yeah. The, 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 yeah, this is uh, October 3rd. Yeah, he, he gets into November very quickly here after this. Well, yeah, I mean, that that, that was literally, put, like, if I'm reading that military time, right, it was 1148 p.m. <laughs> right. So he's just like, he's just like, fuck, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get the, I gotta get the last one in. I gotta get the last ones in. Because it looks like, it looks like he wasn't done. It looks like he squeezed one more in under the wire. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, appar- apparently, uh, you could not paint the picture yourself. Uh, the picture needed to continue to be painted upon by Q like 10 minutes after this post. He was like, and another thing that I need to paint. <laughs> yeah. He's like, look, uh, I said a lot, but no, I, I need to say a little bit more. I got to keep going. I mean, when, when, when Michelangelo was painting the, the Sistine Chapel, how many times do you think he was just like, oh, I'm satisfied, it's done. And then it was just like, well, actually, I, I suppose I could go back in there and put a little more pubes on him or whatever. 
Uh, I could I could put another pope in hell. Yeah, like I, I feel like I could squeeze one more hell pope in there. So you know, it looks like Qdrop twenty two is like the 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 hell pope at the end of this one. I mean, Qdrop twenty one, like I mean, it, to me, it just like kind of, like it it doesn't read so much as like a declaration of victory so much as it does as a declaration of like, hey, join our Q narrative. Isn't this a fun, wacky, and fake thing that we're posting online? That's very much unprovable at pretty much every turn. Like, you too could contribute to this wacky alternative fiction that we're writing and other people were just What like, if it was an ARG that got out of control and you just can't stop now? Yeah, oh. they, they just had to, like, pull all the prizes down and, like, make sure there's yeah. no trace of it. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is um, like, Cicada 3031 or whatever the numbers after Cicada are, which was, like, which was literally an online, an, an ARG online that had all kinds of puzzles and crazy games Games, and then actually branched into the real world where like people actually were able to determine uh, geo uh, north south geolocations and went to those locations and actually found clues that had been left off by mysterious people in those places. And Cicada was this crazy thing that was on the chance and led to all this wild shit. And then the people that won Cicada ended up getting, like, jobs doing fucking, uh, like, data entry bullshit for some assholes. And then they quit because it was dumb and bad. And it was just this really bizarre thing. And there's all kinds of people that have spent, like, forever trying to connect Cicada to QAnon because they both came from the Chans and they're, like, both obviously ARGs. But QAnon's is deeply lazy, and he's never going to put a prize under a rock in a field in South Dakota and give you clues to figure out to go look for that rock. There's like a, like a big statue of a Q in the woods someplace. <laughs> to find. Yes, and then like he, he was like he was like, oh man, I'm going to do like 20 of these little little clues, and then like all throughout the month of October, and then bam, I'm going to get out, and I'm going to let these people play the game, and at some point they'll find the statue, and that'll be that, and then uh, you know somewhere in the woods there's a statue. That with like a, some sort of mystery prize just moldering under the under like the, the like in the elements. Meanwhile, Q is just like like flops wet, just like oh shit, I have to keep writing this stuff, otherwise they're gonna dox me, and then I'll be ruined. <laughs> it's like that. Uh, it's like that weird like buried treasure that guy hid somewhere where pe- that people died looking for. Yeah. Oh yeah, someone found that. Yeah, and they recently found someone found it. Yeah, exactly. Allegedly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, he claimed they did, so... He, he claims they found it, but he's just like, I'm not telling you who it was or what was in it. Yeah. And it's just like, well, isn't that convenient? Yeah. I like oh, we, we knew what was in it, and, but, well, well, yeah, we, he, we knew he, the, wasn't, he didn't confirm the location. We knew the equivalent monetary value of what was in it, but we don't know exa- specifically what was in it, because it was supposed to be like, treasures worth $3 million. Yeah. But it wasn't just like a briefcase of money. It was like fucking gold bullion or something but like as soon as like the third or fourth person died looking for it and people were just like hey do you suppose that there might be a crime we can pin on this guy he's just like whoa somebody found it isn't that weird uh thank congratulations to anonymous millionaire for finding my treasure and the treasure hunt is over and the treasure is gone and we will never speak of it again (laughs) i I want to believe that like the treasure was like a, a fucking like mint copy of dc of action comics number one or something and it was completely ruined in the storage so the person opens it up like what the fuck these are all comics that are trash you piece of shit! <laughs> no way, man. It, it's going to be like uh, One Piece. It's we're like, talking about 
Boris Finn's treasure. I had to look it up real quick. It's, it, it's like One Piece. It, it, like you get to the end and you find out that the real treasure was the friends you made along the way. Oh, obviously. Oh God, God. <laughs> Fucking cop out. Can you imagine? It's just like a big God empty treasure chest that you had to like climb down a ravine to get to. It's just like you know, four people have died doing it. You just fucking flip the thing over into the woods. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that is uh, that trope has been something we have said about QAnon about a million times on my on my uh, Twitter feed. It's just the the sixty thousand sealed indictments were the friends we made along the way, or the real sixty thousand sealed indictments were in our heart the whole time. Yeah, I mean, it's just that's what it is. It's just this empty ball of nothing. Don't worry. If if, if Hillary Clinton is arrested in your mind, who's to tell you that that's not real? Exactly. Exactly. If you believe enough, Hillary Clinton will be arrested or maybe she already has been okay so oh, any day now any day now no any she's day. been in jail the whole time and yeah. there's a reptilian yes the reptilian replacement for hillary is our uh current hillary that's out and about in public okay so we, we roll into 22 and, and, and round out the october of q madness yes q drop 22 who controls the ng why was the NG recently activated in select cities within the U.S.? Can the NG work in coordination with the Marines? Do conditions need to be satisfied to authorize? What former president used the military to save the Republic and what occurred exactly? Biggest drop to ever be provided on poll. Study and prepare. The masses tend to panic in such situations. No war. No civil unrest. Clean and swift. Sarge, the floor is yours about this shit. Uh, who, I assume NG is National Guard. Yes. So who controls the National Guard? They're each individually controlled by their governors. The governor of the state controls that state's National Guard. They can be called up to deploy like they were in Iraq and Afghanistan, but that's extenuating circumstances. They're normally under the control of the individual governors. Uh... Can the National Guard work in coordination with the Marines? Yes? I, I mean... Haha! You, you just proved it, Sarge. When Donald Trump points his orange finger at his enemies, and the Marines are obligated to kill them, as Q was discussed earlier, that means that the National Guard also obligated. Trump's power only grows! Two conditions need to be satisfied to authorize. I, I like... They're all just so vague and dumb. Uh, yes... Yes, conditions do need to be satisfied to authorize the National Guard to work with the Marines because they'd have to be deployed together. But the Marines can't operate on American soil. They can't if the president wants them to. You shut your whore mouth. It's all... It's just gibberish. I love I love that he says what former president used the military to save the republic. Uh that is a Jeopardy question. Yeah, this is a Jeopardy two hundred dollar <laughs> this is a Jeopardy two hundred dollar question. Who is Abraham Lincoln? Bing! Nailed it. I'm smart. What occurred exactly? Uh, uh the slaves were freed immediately and racism ended. Bro. Yes, and then we shot him because we hate presidents who do good things. I mean you could argue Roosevelt in World War Two, um Oh, who deployed in World War One? Any president uh, that deployed the military to uh, fight for America w, saved the Republic. You could definitely argue W. Maybe. Uh, yeah, George W. Bush saved the Republic by invading Iraq yeah, for a fucking he, he reason. He used the military to save America by killing brown people the world away. Yes, yeah, like, you go shoot Boom, those brown banner, children. Walk across the aircraft carrier. To save America. <laughs> Good times accomplished. I remember, uh, no jokes, I was in school, 
it was probably like sixth or seventh grade, whatever it was. It was Gulf War One, and we had been brought into an auditorium to like sort of like be given like a big speech about like what this war meant because we were all children and war is scary and bad. And I was a nerd who knew things. Was. <laughs> I still am. But at the, t- at the time, I was a known nerd. And uh, this girl said to me, what happens if Iraq wins? Do they control America? <laughs> and I just looked at her and I was like, no, the war's over there. They would have to come here to take us over. And they're not going to be able to do that. And the look of relief on her face was intense. This was a this was a burden she had been carrying for a while, and now I had reassured her that Saddam Hussein wasn't going to become Emperor of America should uh, we fail to liberate Kuwait from Iraq's uh, military. The American government operates like the droids in the prequel trilogy, where like once you kill, they're like commander unit or whatever. The rest of them just like shut down. Yes, so it's just like, but if we send our troops. To defeat Saddam Hussein, if he kills the leader, then all of our troops go away and America becomes the Middle East? Yes. That's <laughs> yes. Exactly, that is exactly what's going on. That poor girl. I hope she's doing well in her life. <laughs> yes. I hope, she, I, I hope she's recovered and I hope she... I hope she if uh, they win, to... like it's a game of risk. <laughs> yes. That's not even how it works at risk, though. If I'm like attacking into your nation from Australia and I lose, I don't cede Australia to you. <laughs> I'm not just like, well, you rolled the dice better. Just pull out one of those long sticks, just push all of my pieces across the board. She's like, right, let me try again. Yours. Like it's a game of Stratego. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But uh, I just... Uh, so is, is is Q trying to say that this is the biggest drop in poll? Because this is boring. This is such a snoozer. He's trying to say that like he is... The, the, what he's giving us is the biggest drops on poll. This is the powerful stuff that's going to just... Uh, galvanize and save the world from the evil bad people who are going to do the evil bad things. I mean, I'm not surprised that he's a Tom Clancy fan because all of these are political and boring. Just like a Tom Clancy book. Nothing is happening. Get get to the part where stuff happens. If he's reading Tom Clancy books, he needs to understand how you build it and like he's clearly learning all the wrong lessons on like how to build suspense and tell a story. Well, I, I mean, in at least a Tom Clancy book, you can expect that something is going to happen at the beginning, and then something will happen again at the end, and in the middle is just a bunch of talking about the military. And, but, like, for Q, nothing happens at the beginning. Well, I guess, technically, a prediction that... Like, something was supposed to happen. Hillary Clinton was supposed to get arrested, and it didn't happen. So, and, like, Lord, Lord knows how the story ends, because, you know, we're only <laughs> 21, 22 chapters into the 5,000 fucking chapter near, missive or whatever. But, you know... This shit is books boring so far. But the thing is, you have to remember that right now we are on November 1st, and Q is now... Not yet. uh, uh, Well, uh, yeah, yeah. we're about to hit November 1st. The the, the timestamp on the top of the screen is... We got three minutes. We got three minutes, baby. Yeah, but so basically... We're about to hit uh, beige November, as it were. (laughs) We're spiraling towards our oddly colored November, and that Q has set himself the hard deadline of November 3rd for John Podesta to be arrested and for shit to go down in the hardest ways possible. So so, so that's going to be the end of the Tom Clancy book. So yeah, so basically <laughs> Q is now against a tight 48-hour window 
where he's got to produce results or he's going to have to explain why uh, John Podesta wasn't arrested and why the National Guard isn't crushing people. Uh, the, other, the other last thing I wanted to bring up about this drop is that um, he, again, changes the narrative about the National Guard deployment because before it was all major cities, then it was yeah. 12 major cities, now it is select cities. So but, Select cities, but with the, the Marines as an opener. Yes. So you're getting less, you're getting less stops on the tour... But with a different band, like, opening for them. You're, get, you're getting a twin bill now. Now you're getting National Guard and the Marines just jamming out on stage, like, two stages. It's crazy. COVID hadn't hit, hit, hit yet, so we can still do concerts. Things are great. And if you're a Marine and you're listening to the podcast, I did not mean to imply that the Marines were lesser than the National Guard. I am not an idiot. But, you know, in, 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 the, in the, the metaphor I was using, they would be like the opener because they're tied to the National Guard. I guess dual headlining <laughs> works too. But, but that implies that the National Guard can headline, like, in the same bill with the Marines. That also seems yeah. kind of weird. Yes. All of this seems confusing. And Q's just crazy, psychotic military hero worship is in rare form is he's just like national guard marines we're all gonna do wacky stuff if the certain parameters are reached if the seventh seal is breached if george soros says the bad incantation then trump will retaliate with the horn of triumph and america will be saved his obsession with the marines is boggling i mean it, 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 it makes a lot more sense if you think he's a tom clancy fan there, yeah. Wo- yeah, there was this guy. Uh, the you know, or- you're right. Yeah, the origins of Q uh, Twitter feed ha- found this guy that was called like Highway Highway Patrol Anon, who was a complete lunatic, and he was kind of like an Ur Q who was saying a bunch of this shit. And that guy was a hardcore, just absolutely filleting the Marines at all costs. Just maybe Michael Bay is Q. That's also possible. <laughs> Uh, the best thing that uh, the best thing that that guy said, uh, Highway Patrol Anon, was that they broke up uh, Adrenochrome Ring and they obtained enough Adrenochrome that it was that its street value was a hundred billion dollars, which is the greatest thing I ever heard in my life. Just don't even just fuck reality. Just go straight to fantasy numbers. We found. I love the, I love the idea that it has a street value. street value. You're not supposed to be able to get it on the street, man. No, it's, it's supposed to be a cabal drug, right? But it's no, they it's they crack. sell it at CVS. You just have to know right. the knock yes. and the door back by the bathroom. Yeah. And that's where they keep the Fucking adrenochrome. Stringer Bell is not pushing adrenochrome in the streets of Baltimore. Yeah. <laughs> I just love, I love the idea. Why not say it was worth $10 trillion? Yeah. Fuck it. Can, you, can you imagine if like the mafia or whatever was just like, yeah, we do coke. And they're just like, oh, it's a street value on what you move. $100 billion? <laughs> yes. No big deal. Yeah. We're just the wealthiest people on earth. <laughs> yeah. We literally have double the value of Jeff Bezos. Yeah. We're just fucking incredible that way. Do the, like, rep, do the reptilians in the Illuminati even use human money? Uh, only when they're buying our politicians and paying off our entertainers and other television talking heads. Yeah, I mean, you got to use the currency of the land. Yes. Anyway, so, so, so we, got, we, got the, we got through four Q drops this week, and they're all boring. <laughs> but at least we did get a chance to talk a lot of shit about Tom Clancy. Which was very important. So now, on our shit list of things we hate, we have Tom Clancy, the Beastie Boys' ability to rap. Not their beats. Their beats are good. Their beats are still good. Rap terrible. And the Electoral College. So those three <laughs> things are getting a right proper rustling in the jimmies. Bro, that is literally a pretty good rundown of L. Like, yes. like L yeah. in a nutshell. Like, he thinks, three th- he thinks the following three are shitty. 
uh, Tom Clancy, the Beastie Boys rapping, but not their beats, and the Electoral College. That, yeah. boom, nailed yes. it. Yes, it's So I, I had to look it up. Elle brought it up. The, the main character of Tom Clancy's book, Jack Ryan, is a former Marine. Of course he is. Obviously, of, of, of. Like, like, the only other option could have been Navy SEAL or whatever, but, like, of he's course a he's former a Marine. Marine that joins the CIA and then goes on to become, uh, and then the NSA and then goes on to become, uh, president. Nice. Good for him. Uh, so we have some questions, even though I, like, rushed our audience into giving us questions, they <laughs> responded with, uh, resounding, uh, reaction so uh, here we go. Uh, Everything is awful. Asks when are we playing Secret Hitler? That's a that's a, probably a question specifically for you, Mike. Uh, yeah, I'm down uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays whenever we can find a crew. Uh, I'm down the clown. I love that game. And uh, if that is like a little too niche for the general populace, I will run around killing people on a spaceship and Among Us as well. So uh, I'm always I'm always up for frivolity of whatever kinds and uh i would love to have like a a crew of like the patreon people and me like do like some sort of like special project where like i stream something and give narrative uh, narration and commentary to it blah blah blah. just try to make it special or fun just want to do something cool but we'll see uh but as but as for l uh i i only play those social line games in person so covid has killed all of those for me boo screw you covid sitting on my shelf haven't played it in uh, well over a year. Boo! The sadness of social distancing making it so hard to either be Hitler or to kill Hitler. Thanks for your question. <laughs> Everything is awful. Make sure to berate Mike further on Twitter about it. Yes, please do. Uh, JG says, uh, <laughs> Will you start off the podcast by ripping open your shirt to reveal a Superman logo in order to show how you have recovered? So it seems that JG has also heard the same story. J- JG's question is incredible because it validates my story that I wasn't sure if it was true from earlier. So at the very least, there's that. Uh, also, you don't uh, want to see any of our chests. No. Uh, yeah, I mean, you would be astonished by how smooth, smooth my chest is for an adult man. <laughs> You'd be like, Dan, that boy waxes. And I'd be like, you're fucking wrong. I, I, like, like, I, I don't think I have low T, but my chest certainly does. <laughs> we, we are the smooth, soft boys. Yeah, we are soft boys. That, 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 uh, soft boys for life. The, the, the Soft Boys podcast is going to be our spinoff podcast where we talk about our general lack of testosterone in pop culture. <laughs> yes, it's going to be great. It's going to be all of this with no QAnon and just us like slaughtering sacred cows. And also, we're probably never going to do it. So it's going to be even better than that. Yeah, but, but if, you, if you just want to hear a pop culture focused podcast... Go ahead and uh, go ahead and tweet at us with the hashtag Softboys. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> that's also, our first. That's our first merch that'll never get made. Softboys for life. <laughs> oh, I one hundred percent. And then, and then on top of that, we are then going to form our militant street gang, the Shame Boys, the opposite Shame of the, pro- the, the opposite yeah. of the Proud Boys, where we accept our white guilt and our crumminess as human beings for being soft white men. Yeah, we're, which one of those long, racist idiots wear Hawaiian shirts? Uh, the Boogaloo's. God damn it. We'd have, to, we'd have to find, like, we'd have to ask ourselves a deeply philosophical question. What is the opposite of a Hawaiian shirt? <laughs> and we would have to wear those. Yeah, the that's our that question it, for you, the listeners. It couldn't, it couldn't just be like a crisp button up because racists have already taken that. Too. Yes, exactly. So we need to find some sort of shirt that somehow hasn't already been co opted by racists. Like, I don't want to look like that fucking guy who started the Proud Boys who no. decided to model his fucking 
fashion after the dude from falling down. It's just like, get <laughs> the, the founder fuck. of Vice. Yeah, the get, founder of Vice Media. It's like, get yeah. the fuck out of here, you goober. Yes. He's like, ah, I started a gang. We like to punch people we don't like. Because I watched a movie one time. And it's just like, cool. Good story, buddy. <laughs> uh... Uh, Jeff B. Janes asks the burning question, what are Sergeant L's Twitter names? Uh, You can find L uh, on Twitter, at Hellworld, with a Q, uh, for the the O, uh, at Hellworld L, the letter L. And I am at Hellworld Sarge, and that is, I'm going to bring up my Twitter so I spell it right, it's Hellworld with a Q. And then, you know, the word Sarge. And I, I yeah. hope to God you didn't misspell it, because you've been using it now. <laughs> S-A-R-G-E. Yep. But yeah, so uh, so that's where you can find us. Uh, we don't really fuck with, with non-pod-affiliated social media, uh, and we certainly don't promote what, what little of that we do on the podcast, because we're not trying to get doxxed by racists. Uh, so if, if you need to reach out to us, or if you just want to find me snarkily commenting on... Uh, Mike's po- uh, posts, or occasionally posting something angry and liberal of my own. You can find me at, L- at Hellworld L and Sarge at Hellworld Sarge. Thank you for the question. Just me whiling out about whatever dumb rank uh, Major Dad has changed himself to. <laughs> Major Dad has made himself Emperor of the World. If he had Photoshop skills, it'd be so awesome. If it was one time he had a Caesar crown around his hat, that'd be like awesome. He should just upgrade himself to Major Domo, Major Domo Dad. Yeah, he's he's back to the dumb uh, major rank now. The one he made himself. Yeah, he, he he should he should steal some of the Halo insignias and really give himself a bump. Uh, <laughs> Mott Tlupa asks, uh, "Hey, any threatening messages lately?" Uh, I had someone message me and they said, time's up, fat boy. And they wow. blocked, they blocked me. So that was the entirety of our engagement was just them telling me that, uh, I'm, I'm on a short leash now. And, uh, it, it, uh what's, what's coming for me is coming hard and fast. Tim, Tim Curry's Pennywise the Clown decided to jump in and chastise Mike. That's a reference for all you people who have watched the It miniseries yeah. from the early 90s, where uh, Pennywise refers to one of the characters as Fat Boy. And there's me explaining a pop culture reference for you. Yeah, kids. it's a good reference when you got to explain it. Yes. I mean, the reference was fucking solid, but I don't know what the average age of our listeners are. There, there are probably like tw- 25-year-olds listening to this podcast who didn't even know It was a thing before It was a movie. Yes. But, uh, uh, but I haven't yeah, had like, any major threats since back in the day when an FBI guy uh, knocked on my door and told me I was on a list of Americans ISIS found threatening. That is the I I personally have yet to receive and probably never will receive a death threat as cool as that. That what <laughs> that story is an incredible one. And uh, via, via one of the dumb Q followers uh, twitters, I found out that. Like well, one of them claimed that they were using our uh, like the 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 likes and retweets of, of uh, Mr. Reigns' posts as their hit list, and I was just like, "I'll bring it on!" <laughs> I mean, like, like, come at me, bro! Like, what are you gonna do? Like, that's why I chimed in on that one. The best uh, the best uh, threat I've ever received uh, was a guy who threatened me this way twice before getting his account suspended. Uh, he declared that he was going to kill me by throwing me into the Grand Canyon. And it was very adamant that that was the mode of death I was going to suffer. Being just lobbed into the Grand Canyon to, like, just ponder my uh, a, a meeting of oblivion over the next 15 seconds before I made impact. 
And damn, we really we really weren't kidding when we said you were good at Segway. Boom! That's a bad. That's a that's a good reference, but with like a bad motive behind it. So if you got it, congratulations. You suck. <laughs> I suck. The guy who invented the Segway I, fell off a cliff. The, the listeners can't see the face that that spawned in me, where I just had to tilt my head to the side and be like, "Why? Why would you go all?" Go to all the trouble of throwing someone in the Grand Canyon. And the best part about it is I'm sure that he just thinks that, like, from my logo and everything, that I'm, like, from Nevada, so the Grand Canyon isn't that big of a commute. But I've been pretty open about being in Massachusetts, so, like, he would have to beat the shit out of me, get me on a plane with no one really noticing it, or road trip me all the way down to the Grand Canyon. Then uh, get It's going to be hard, because you are apparently a fat boy. <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deadweight him the whole way. I'm going to make him earn it. And then... And he's going to have to drag my fat ass out of the car to the lip of the Grand Canyon and just just get me over and send me off to Valhalla, as it were, or whatever, whatever the return <laughs> of Valhalla for all is for don't care where I am, I am inside the secret base in the hollow moon. Yes. <laughs> I'm on the secret round earth that is behind the flat earth. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and then we have one more question that is not that is not hidden behind the show more replies area, which is always dicey and mysterious. But uh, Troy Francis asks, "How come Q nuts and other conspiracy uh, bods never explain how the law of unintended consequences will be mitigated, particularly in regards to hard to control things like the spread of a virus amongst huge numbers of people or the Great Replacement?" Uh, if you don't know what the Great Replacement is, it is basically the slow weeding out of white people by uh, lowering white birth ratios with non-white birth ratios. So eventually the world will just sort of brown up and the white race will be extinguished, which is an evil plot that, FYI, this is going to shock the shit out of you, is run by the Jews because they're always the bad guys in all of this shit. I believe you meant to say Jedi. Oh, right. The Jedi. Those people. Totally. Don't want to get deplatformed. <laughs> time, uh, time to to answer his question, it is <laughs> the scene at the end of The Wizard of Oz where he just keeps shouting, don't look behind the curtain. Like, they, hadn't, they haven't thought about it. No. It's like, no, no, don't look behind the curtain. Ignore me. Conspir- ignore that. No, ignore that. What? Conspiracy kooks can't possibly think ever about unintended consequences because they can't really think of any consequences because that's that 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 is rational thinking and rational thinking is the antithesis of conspiracy thinking. It's like the exact opposite. Like in in order in order for you to buy into any conspiracy, you have to kind of be immune to the sort of rational thinking that would lead you to believe in any sort of consequences except for consequences that are the exact result of the narrative that you're forming in your own head. I remember, like, uh, there was this... This was the dumbest JFK conspiracy movie I've ever saw. It was called Rich Man's Trick, and it was about um, how there was a massive conspiracy to kill JFK. And they came up with this belief that about 16 shots got fired at the motorcade, and they were trying to explain how they, like dovetailed all these gunshots to make it work out so that they could still pin it on Oswald after it all happened. And I'm like, you do realize of 16 gunshots that, like, Jackie could have been killed, the governor's wife could have been killed, they could have killed the driver, they could have hit, like, anyone in the crowd or Secret Service, that, like, when you fire 16 bullets in a general vicinity, you could have killed so many fucking people. And at that point, we would have been like, well, we got six dead people here, and Oswald fired three shots, so... 
Fucking conspiracy! Confirmed! Proven! Now, didn't didn't one of the bullets hit the governor that went through the president? Yes, that's the magic bullet. One bullet hits Kennedy and hits Connolly, and then another bullet misses, and the third bullet kills Kennedy. Yeah, so if there's 16, yeah, exactly. we could get two for each bullet. <laughs> yeah. and, I mean, and it's just like, and it's like this was their plan in order to make it look good. It's like, no, that's the exact way you make it look bad. You know how you're make... presenting a pile of forensic evidence, right? Just, <laughs> just all these bullets everywhere. The crowd is hearing gunshots from every different direction. There's just shell casings on the ground in every part of Daily Plaza. You know what makes it really easy to blame Oswald? One shot, one kill. If professional assassins had been involved with President Kennedy's car moving at the speed of like a hamster rolling in a wheel, you think the guy would have just been able to line it up? Boom! President's dead. Game over. And then we can just blame it on Oswald. You know why? It took one bullet to kill him. He was the guy that fired that one bullet. Bam. Now we kill Oswald. Now the conspiracy is perfect. Win. Game over. The more gunshots you put into it, the more unprofessional and bad the assassination attempt was, the more likely some fucking moron did it and not the Illuminati that has ruled the world for 2,000 years. Hey, hey, hey listeners. Can you tell that Mike really likes the JFK assassination? They know. They fucking know. The, the, these these people love unprofessional and bad. They support Trump. Boom. <laughs> take that, Trump. Finally, somebody taking him down a peg, and it's me. L, doing the hard work God needed. Follow me on Trump, you fu- uh, Follow me on Trump. Follow me on Twitter, <laughs> you fucking coward. <laughs> and finally, uh, Dr. S. Jameson Peabody V., uh, says, do you think George Soros had a hand in your totally insane tech issues? No, that was all me. That, that look, L wished death upon uh, Mike's crummy old monitor because I know that his kit is aging. So I, I cast aspersions upon it, and then out of shame, it uh, committed seppuku. And in a unbelievably weird quirk of fate, I actually had a giant deluxe monitor laying around. That we then got out of the box and installed and made life better. And now I have this giant bright monitor burning my eyes out whenever I go onto a page that isn't immediately in dark mode. Uh, Because all of you sociopaths who don't use dark mode for everything are monsters. And uh, you need to be... uh, When the Great Awakening happens and the storm arrives, all uh, light screen using people should be rounded up and put in re-education camps. Yeah, Mike is really dark and edgy. This one already happened. I was in an Arby's. America was great again. Oh, thank God. It was not in Arby's afterwards. Yes, the remodeled and remade and redone not Arby's. It just turned into a Subway sandwich shop around him. Yes, and then Bill Belichick cut his sleeves off of his uh, suit jacket. (laughs) So are all Arby's become Subways in your great America? Yes. Make America footlong again. (laughs) Vote for Trump, you'll get a footlong. Oh, yeah. Yeah, And it'll look like a mushroom. Yes. (laughs) Now is... Was Jared part of the cabal or not? Uh, obviously, he was uh, an Illuminati shill who was willing to do the terrible things for power and fame. And what Jared is the greatest thing in the world, and it kind of goes to show you how Q is the exact opposite of reality. Because uh, some woman went to like law enforcement, I believe maybe even the FBI, and was like, yo, I think Jared Fogel is a pedophile. And the FBI, like, looked into it and was working on it. And they're like, we don't have enough evidence to get this guy. And we, like, can't go to Subway and tell them about this. Because if we do, it'll tip him off. And he might, like, destroy evidence and stuff like that. But we're going to have to keep this on the back burner and work the case in other ways. So, literally, they had to keep this fucking pederast famous for a couple more years 
until it turned out a un, a different case that was unrelated to his broke, and that guy gave them more evidence on Jared, and then they were able to finally cuff and stuff him. So, on the one hand, you have law enforcement staying tight-lipped for years about Jared Fogle, pederast, and over here you have Q going, oh yeah, Hillary Clinton's a pederast who eats babies, and uh, we're going to get her any day now, just keep waiting, no problem. It's like, law enforcement does that a lot. Law enforcement talks mad shit before they make an arrest, because that's exactly how you make sure the person you're about to arrest doesn't destroy evidence, flee the country, uh, build up an alibi, hire lawyers, anything, anything. This is, this is, Q's doing it the right way, the good way. They, they were lucky to get Jared Fogle the wrong way. Well, I'm glad that our funny goof about Arby's and Subway turned into a legitimate conversation about the fall of this huge pedophile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it did make me laugh. Yes. You yeah. said it was going to. So, uh, I guess, m- mission successful. Yes. It's like, it, it, we, may, we may have avoided it for most of the rest of the podcast, but we finally got to the pedophilia there at the end. Yeah. So, here's your content warning. <laughs> uh, right, right before we sign off, time for the content warning. Uh, sport, like, content warning. We will have talked about pedophilia. This is Q-Drop style. We wait for things to happen. Then we talk about it's, it's, how it's, we knew about them. Yeah, it's like how spoiler warning became used in pop culture. Where you say it after you spoiler, you spoiler something. Right. Uh, I will have the voice of Q work on a content warning for us for Really Reels for future episodes so that we can actually have a professional thing to play at the start of the episode uh, before we get into uh, Jared Fogel being a pederast, which yeah. was totally the train we were going down this whole time. Yeah, I mean, I, I knew I knew what ride I was getting on when we started. Yes. I was like, I'm just, I'm just I was just... I was just waiting to bust out the subway as like the baited hook to get you on your rant. Yes, about the Fogler. Yes, exactly. Uh, so uh, that basically uh, concludes this week's adventure in Hell World. Uh, again, if you want to help us out, uh, Patreon.com/slash/PokerPolitics. If you want to help out human trafficking uh, campaigns, they're trying to end that terrible blight upon society and to poke QAnon in the eye because they don't they don't help. They actually hurt this shit. Every expert in the field's like, please stop bothering us, you fucking morons. Uh, love146.org and uh, vote and donate to Democrats to save America from the nightmare that we are currently all living in. Yep. Well said. So, so, so signing off for the group, I guess, because uh, it seemed like Mike wasn't going to do it there for a hot minute. Uh, I'm Hellworld L signing off for Hellworld Mike or Poker Politics and Hellworld Sarge. And now Hellworld we're going to do our... Totally, what did I say? Totally organic catchphrase. Yeah, our totally organic catchphrase uh, that we still need to count down for because it's super organic. All right, everybody. Three, two, one. Good Good speed, speed, Patriots. Patriots. Nailed it. Boom. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.